Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Anderson Hills Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Kevin Connors. I'm the director of student ministries here at Anderson Hills, and I'm excited to join you today for this latest and greatest episode of this podcast. It is September 27th, and which means we are getting closer to October, which means all of the uh, fall stuff is in full swing. You're seeing a lot more fall decor, and of course, pumpkin-flavored everything. <laughs> I've discovered very quickly pumpkin-flavored things. Uh, you either love it or you don't. Uh, I love it, so I am excited for pumpkin-flavored coffee and all sorts of things uh, in this season that we're in. But it's hard to believe we are getting closer and closer to October at the end of this week. Um, here at HSM, we've had an exciting month. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a second in the series that we wrapped up on Sunday morning. Um, but we also have an exciting October planned. And so just a few quick reminders before we dive into a review of what we talked about on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> of course, we gather on Sunday mornings at 9.30 and 11 in the Annex, and so I hope you can join us one of those times every, um, every weekend, and then we also gather on Wednesdays. Uh, middle school gathers uh, at 6.30 on Wednesdays in the Annex, and the high school gathers at 7.45. And so we hope you can join us for that kind of midweek boost in your faith um, each and every week throughout the fall. We also have a couple October opportunities. One is Monday, October 10th. Um, many of you, not all of you, so I apologize to you all out there who do not have this luxury, but many of you are off school that day for fall break. And so we're going to open up the annex that day for uh, lunch, just games, an opportunity to hang out. So that'll be fun. So if you're available and in town um, and have nothing else going on, join us um, just for a couple hours from noon to two on that Monday for a free lunch and a good time to hang out and a great time to invite friends if you, um, if you can. And then also later that week, that Friday night, uh, we are actually going to open up the annex again for a fifth quarter event after the Anderson chirping a game across the street. So uh, join us then as well. Another great opportunity to invite friends. You can find details for those things uh, on social media. As always, uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at AHSM Updates. We had a great time on Sunday night at our um, uh, outing at Altitude Trampoline Park. Um, it was good to see so many faces. And so just uh, just a reminder to join in on those fun things that we do outside of our regular programming. So we have uh, those couple opportunities in October. We also have a high school um, gathering at a home um, October 16th. We have a middle school one November 13th. So lots of upcoming things uh, to look forward to in our, uh, in our time together, in our community. So I think that's it for updates. Uh, I guess another quick update is that this Thursday, we have them booked. We have guests uh, for this Thursday. We've missed the last couple of Thursdays, and so, uh, which was a bummer, but we are excited to have a couple guests join us this Thursday for this Thursday's episode. So uh, be sure to tune in then and tell your friends about this. Um, we hope that this podcast is just a great opportunity to um, catch up on what we've talked about, to be encouraged in your faith, um, and also to learn about um, others in our student ministry. So speaking of um, what's been going on in the ministry, we wrapped up on Sunday our What Would Jesus Do series. We've been spending four weeks um, asking that question, what would Jesus do, in the hopes that if we can answer it, 
and seek scripture in those answers, that we would be able to then live more like Jesus, uh, understanding what he would do. The first week we talked about the importance of uh, uh, the fact that Jesus would love first. The second week we talked about how Jesus um, would f- desire and seek the Father's will. Last week we talked about how Jesus would meet us in our mess. And on Sunday, in the, in the wrap-up of the series, we talked about how Jesus would serve. Jesus would serve us. And the prescription I want to read today um, is from John 13, starting with verse 12. And this will kind of uh, spring us into a, a short discussion about how Jesus would serve. This is John 13, starting with verse 12. When he had finished washing their feet, he's with the disciples in this, um, in this passage. When he had finished washing the disciples' feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them, You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So this passage is interesting because um, it's the the idea of washing one another's feet. Uh, it's kind of interesting in our culture and our context. I asked on Sunday morning, has anybody ever washed another person's feet? And uh, pretty much no hands uh, shot up in the air because, yes, in our culture, in society today, it would be very interesting and peculiar to potentially wash someone else's feet. But back in that time, it was much more common uh, for a lot of practical reasons. Obviously, uh, footwear was not um, as widely available nor um, as good as it is today. So many folks either were um, walking around in, in bare feet or in sandals. Um, and of course, uh, we don't. back then they didn't have the paved roads and sidewalks that we have now. And so you were commonly walking around in dirt and dust and mud and muck on your way to things. And the fact of the matter is you were walking a lot more back then. Um, that was one of the main modes of transportation was just walking and using your feet. So as such, your feet would get very dirty. And um, to wash someone's uh, feet was, um, was a task that was commonly, um, commonly done by those kind of lowest on the um, totem pole, so to speak, lowest on the ladder of um, – uh, society, uh, those who had the lowest status is maybe the best word for it, lowest class, were those who washed people's feet. And so, as such, understanding now the context of that, it was very odd and very countercultural for, for Jesus to turn to his disciples and say, I want to wash your feet. And so right before the passage we read, he did that. He said, I want to wa- I'm going to wash your feet. Uh, one of the disciples, Peter, actually was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not doing that because that's that's not for you to do. We actually should be washing your feet. And Jesus says, no, I'm here to um, serve you and set an example of what it means to serve one another. And so Jesus washes all of the disciples' feet um, in, that, um, in that time together. And, of course, this is very close, getting closer and closer to his um, death on the cross. And so one of his final kind of acts of ministry prior to his death was washing his disciples' feet. And he says, this is now um, an example of what 
what you should do uh, as he has done for them. This is verse 15. I have sent you an example that you should do as I have done for you. No servant is greater than his master, nor a messenger is greater than the one who sent him. And so Jesus here, as he commonly does, kind of turns things on their head. Um, he, he does things that are very countercultural um, to uh, show us that here now, roughly 2,000 years later, that example is still being set for us. That example is still for us to follow. How can we, as followers of Jesus, as Christians, seek to serve one another in a radical way? Because I don't think I could explain it more and give you more history about it, but even I don't think I could fully understand um, how radical it was for Jesus to wash um, the disciples' feet. Um, but that's what he calls us to. He calls us to radical uh, servanthood. He calls us to um, to humble ourselves, to live a life of humility, constantly seeking ways to serve others, to serve our friends, to serve in our church, to serve in our community, to serve our parents, to serve um, strangers that we that we see who need help, whatever it may be. God calls us to live a life of service. And yes, to serve in ways in which, you know, we have gone to serve at a food pantry before as a, as a student ministry. That's great. Do those things when we schedule them. But it's more, it's more than just saying, oh, I went and served this month or this week, or I serve in children's ministry at church, which is also great. But it's living a life of active service. It's waking up each day and asking, how can I serve every person that I encounter? Also remembering that Jesus serves, has served us. He has set that example, and he has served us in the greatest way possible with his gift on the cross, laying down his life so that we could live in freedom from sin. And so as we seek to serve, um, I, my hope and prayer is that we don't seek to serve out of, out, out of a, um, a feeling of checking the box or, well, because Kevin said so, I should, but because of our love for Jesus and our obedience to him and out of a response of his love uh, to us on the cross, knowing that no matter uh, what happens, Jesus is there. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. I think the last point I want to make about this passage is he washed all of the disciples' feet, all 12 of them, including Judas, who would very shortly betray him. And Jesus knew that, yet he still washed the feet of Judas, which shows God's patience for us, God's patience for our stubbornness, but also his unfailing love for us. And so um, I just encourage you, to be reminded of how God served us, the example he set for us, but also how can you wake up each day? How can you go through your week seeking to serve one another? And yeah, to when we have opportunities to serve together as a group and a community, sign up for those, join in for those. We have a couple um, more uh, coming up this fall that I'm excited about that I'll share about later. Um, keep your eyes out for those. Um, just just ways to serve um, in, in, in community together, but also just in your everyday life. So I want to pray to close, and we'll wrap up um, this time together. Lord God, we give you thanks again for today. Thank you for this. Um, thank you for this day. Thank you for each person that's listening, whenever they listen, wherever they are. Bless them. Help them to know you more deeply. Help them to um, live out this example you set for us of just kind of radical um, servanthood um, to serve one another 
to love the world around us in a way, God, that is countercultural at times, um, to God um, emulate and, and imitate the way Jesus lived. While we can, um, um, while we can strive and do that, uh, try and do that on our own, God, it is through your power, it is through your spirit um, that, God, we can serve and love those around us um, in the way you call us to. So help us to seek you in that. Help us to op- open our eyes to the possibilities. Help us to take that leap of faith at times and just uh, and serve. To lend a helping hand, to um, maybe be with someone who just needs community, um, and just to seek those ways, God, to serve the world around us with your love that is so desperately needed. And help us not to forget the way, God, you served us by sending your son Jesus to the cross so that we could um, have freedom from sin and live a life with you. We give you thanks and praise for that. Help us to seek you in all we do. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you all for listening. Uh, Join us Thursday. We're excited for that episode. Uh, Tell your friends about this and hope that this has been encouraging time for you today. Have a good one and see you next time.